0: Hello, and welcome to this very special episode of the SpoilerCast. This is actually the very first episode that we ever recorded. It was previously only available on YouTube, but me and Rebecca thought it would be fun to share this retro episode with you. It was recorded back in April of 2019, so please excuse the dip in audio quality and our less than professional behavior. Also, if you're allergic to cats, beware. I hope you enjoyed this episode and don't forget to support us on Patreon for more exclusive episodes. Have a good one. Uh hello and welcome to the Spoilercast, the uh video podcast where uh we we can talk freely about movies without having to worry about spoiling them for anyone because we're usually talking about the movie way after it's actually been released and in this the first episode of the 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 spoiler cast we are discussing the latest DC is it still a cinematic universe I'm not sure but the latest DC movie uh, and it's it's Shazam we all know Shazam of course Um, and with me I have my uh, hopefully co-host we'll see how far this goes Um, it's it's my sister and frequent uh, movie company I suppose or cinema company Um, and we, yeah, we went and saw uh, Shazam, it was uh, opening night, like a week ago, like exactly Mm -hmm. a week ago, um, either way, so, uh, we went and saw it, and, uh, I think we both liked it, but I'm, I'm gonna start off this, it's, this is gonna be a very casual conversation about what we thought about the movie, and I'm gonna start it off by asking you, uh, Rebecca, what, what's, what's your opinion on the movie, in, in, in a short sentence?
1: It was a great classic superhero movie. Actually. Back to the roots, kinda classic. Yeah. None of the big universe stuff, just classic.
0: Yeah, it was um yeah, it, it felt very classic because it <laughs> focused on the story at hand instead of trying to build a bigger universe. Yes. Um and I know we we talked about that. It it, it was like a it was a Classic hero's journey,
1: yes.
0: With, uh, with the with um, the the character that is pure at heart, but m- might not have the physical strength to uh, to uh, do what must be done. Might is, not
1: even know he's pure at heart.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which is like literally um, like a plot point in the movie that the yeah. the person who's bestowed with these powers must be pure of heart. Um, Big thing. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, and, and, and it was, uh, it was, it was very heavily, um, focused on character, which is also very different. And that was yeah. the, that was the first thing that stuck out for me. Because if we're going to compare this to a Marvel movie, mm-hmm. a Marvel origin movie, those tend to, um, they tend to, uh, focus somewhat on the character. Uh, yeah. When he, um, when he gets his powers and he, he he discovers his powers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, like, halfway through the movie, um, the story kind of ends, and uh, they just say, oh, what do we do now? Well, he fights the bad guy, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. And I think... Well, I guess I'm digressing a little bit pretty early in the, in the episode <laughs> here, but I think Marvel movies are... They're written in a different way since they know they're going to make like sequels ten years into the future, so they can continue to um, build upon the character, sort of like in a TV show. Yeah. I've talked about this a lot on my other, my live show, please don't live stream um, with uh, my co-host there, Christopher. Uh, he he watches the cin- uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe as a TV show, so the characters are gradually explored over a period of of a very long period of time.
1: Oh yeah, over seasons, so.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, phase one, two, and three. Um, and DC wanted to do this with the Man of Steel and then Batman vs Superman and the Justice League movie and all that, but nobody liked those things. movies except no. for Weirdos. Um, so now they're doing these like standalone movies that technically exist in the DC universe because we see... Um, what's his they name? They
1: have Superman in it and they, they mention... Batman Batman and yeah Batman. yeah
0: and we see um, Billy Batson is the the main character's name and he he comes to this uh, uh, To this, this foster, foster family. family. yeah, he, he's the typical like uh, Kid that, that goes back and forth from foster family to foster family because he he has trouble he has trouble uh, he's a loner Yeah, he, he, he doesn't settle away. He's still, yeah, he's
1: still looking for his original family his home. His... Yeah, because oh. Literally. He,
0: yeah, he lost his mom in a crowd many, many years ago and so he that is his main pursuit. He's not trying to like find a new family. He wants to find his old family. Which is also yeah. kind of a that 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 um ties in very well with the story with or with yeah, with the story over over all. Like mm-hmm. family is a big motif in the movie. But what I was going to get at is that this movie focuses Almost the entire runtime on uh, character development. Mm-hmm. There is a story. Yeah. Well, there's not really that much story. There is there is a there is a main villain, which is pretty well set up. Even though he doesn't mm-hmm. have he doesn't have a lot of uh, character development, we we get enough. He is pretty interesting um, because yeah. he, as a kid, had the chance to to get these Shazam powers um, because they are bestowed upon you uh by a by a wizard in a weird cave uh because, shazam yeah yeah sh- yeah the the wizard is called shazam and he is the last guardian against the the seven deadly sins they're they only going to much more about that in the movie so this this really, no. yeah so this um the main villain he he um well, he misses his shot basically because he gets tempted by these seven sins, and the, uh, Shazam sees this and says, "No, you're not worthy," and he um, he doesn't get the powers.
1: Well, yeah, he he doesn't miss his shot. He's actually not worthy. I mean, yeah,
0: he's, he's not, not pure shot. of heart. No, he can't resist the temptation of getting the powers from the seven sins instead. Um, and then for the rest of his life, I guess, like well, for that's like in 73. Three or seventy-seven or something,
1: something like that. Yeah, so for like
0: 45, 50 years almost. He is trying to find this cave so that he can get those powers again, um,
1: or get the seven deadly sins. Oh well, yeah, powers, I, I think I he guess. is.
0: Yeah, he's, he. I think he, he doesn't
1: really show what he's actually pursuing. He's
0: no, I, I think he wants. Power. I think he wants the powers of the seven deadly sins. I think,
1: I think he think wants so. all power.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's basically, like, plot-wise, you know, good guys versus bad guys. That's about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He he gets yeah. the powers of the Seven Sins and goes around just being an asshole. Um, he, like, takes revenge on his dad because his dad was a... Was that's a... his
1: motivation. He just wants power to, sh- to show his dad that he's not. Yeah. He's not worthless. He's both... not...
0: Yeah, both his... What? father and his brother are like oh you're weak you're never gonna be a man they just shout these things at him in the beginning it's it's a little heavy-handed basically
1: and and weak and and non-important
0: yeah yeah exactly so now with these powers and that that is that is also that's that's a classic thing that is not a person that should have those kind of powers no um it's it's a very typical like uh, hero's journey uh thing it's the same thing in um the uh the King Arthur movie that came out a couple of years ago now. The Legend of the Sword or whatever it was called. The Flop. I don't know if you saw it. The one with... Um, yeah.
1: The one with Charlie Hunnam.
0: Yeah. Uh, yes. The uh, the King Arthur movie with Charlie Hunnam. And uh, Jude Law as... Um, what's his the brother's name? I don't know. Is uh He's par- called... Percival? Uh, no. Uh, v- Vortigern is his no, name. Oh, right.
1: Someone's uh, called Percival,
0: though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh i don't know no
1: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah there's
0: a percival there yeah <laughs> see i knew it i knew it um yeah and it, that's a classic trope like yeah and, and that, that goes back to uh what they say in the spider-man movies you know with great power comes great responsibility mm-hmm. so a hero mm-hmm. must have he must be responsible for using the powers in the right way and the yeah. bad guy in these kinds of movies these classic kind of uh hero's journeys they are not responsible with their powers. We
1: they see that. They don't take responsibility. I no, mean, they
0: they just want power. Yeah. And and a person that wants power should never have power, because no. then you know they won't be able to uh, to use it properly. So like in uh, the King Arthur well, story, basically the King Arthur legend, yeah. um, Vortigern just wants the power so that he can rule England. The kingdom. Yeah, the kingdom. Um, that's while while King Arthur who is bestowed with the power uh, with the power of Excalibur um he is he's very reluctant at first he's not a person that wants to be a ruler or wants to even have that kind of power no and, um, that, and that is the kind of person that should have that power because then you know they won't abuse it yeah and it's the same here um Billy batson doesn't you know he he's not asking for for this this Shazam power. Um he actually even declines it at first. Yeah, he says, "No, no, I'm not the guy. I'm not the one you're looking for." Cuz the uh, the wizard says you need you need to be pure of heart and he's not exactly pure of heart. We see that early
1: in no, the uh, mean... in the movie
0: when he like uh, he he fakes a 911 call so that he can lock up uh two police officers in a store. And hack into their uh, computer in the car so he can find uh, his An mother's address. address, yeah. Well, this well, is spoiler cast. He thinks we can... it's his,
1: mom, his mother. It's, oh, yeah. It's yeah.
0: not... Yeah. Um, he doesn't know that. Yeah, exactly. But as the story progresses, we find out that he is pure of heart. And that is that is basically the whole thing. Yeah. H- him discovering that he is uh he is pure of heart he is the right person to wield these powers
1: he is worthy he is a good guy yeah and they they tell he that he want to be one
0: yeah exactly but he realized that he the he has to be or he should be that's why he got these powers it was his destiny
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's uh, and i i really i really really enjoy a uh, a a classical structure like that um yeah i like i like movies that are structured and uses these well worn uh,
1: structures that movies use um because these classics yeah the, the, yeah because the simple way of doing things also it's not too complicated it's not too uh, extravagant it's um yeah simple and
0: uh, and I'm I'm not, I'm not exact, exactly sure why I like I like it that I mean yeah it is because that's gonna it's gonna sound bad but it's like it it makes it easier for me to enjoy the movie because i know that yeah. oh it's 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 a two-hour movie so around an hour and a half there's gonna be the second act low point he might lose his powers or his friends get kidnapped or whatever um but we know that everything's gonna be fine in the end it's yeah. not um and while i i recently talked in my uh in my review show please don't uh, make a scene i talked about the fact that movies should challenge us and they movies shouldn't be safe um
1: but there are s- times when you only need entertainment exactly you don't need to to engage your brain and mind and 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 try to figure out the plot point and figure out the problem or even sometimes try to solve it with the the main character the hero sometimes exactly. you just need to sit back relax and enjoy the show
0: i actually say almost word for word i say that in my stan and ollie review
1: oh yeah uh, that's true
0: links up here somewhere (laughs) um um so yeah yeah and and, but also they handled the uh uh, the structure of the movie very well like we said Mm -hmm. so like movies can try and use that that classic hero's journey structure but you know screw it up um a good example would be uh the first captain america movie which uses the exact same structure but True. it only works, like, for the first hour and a half. And the last half hour is just, oh, the story's over. He's got his powers. He has uh, come to terms with his his, his destiny. Now what? Uh, oh, he'll just but, punch Nazis for a half an hour.
1: Yeah, and that movie actually lacks the, the, um, the unwanting of the powers. I mean, he, he wants the powers. He's looking for it constantly in the first even, I don't even know if it's, goes one even one minute before he starts looking for the powers he starts looking to become a part of the army mm. so that he can fight for what's right according to him yeah well, I, and he kind of loses he's... the charm of the, the charm of it a little and bit his
0: reluctance, reluctance yeah. to pow-
1: to the power is the thing that makes the hero somewhat sympathetic and charming yeah because but... you, you yourself might not think that you are worthy of this power if you were stowed upon it or whatever f- you yeah say. I
0: I, uh, I agree with that but I think that like just quickly why why I think they pick him to actually get the the, the super serum or whatever they call it super soldier serum is yeah. that he he already has that mentality like he wants to he wants to protect this country he wants to fight for his country he's willing to uh, to give his life when he throws himself on the on the grenade in the training uh, true training thing the boot camp ex- scene,
1: but in and, that movie they make him want it too much.
0: Oh sure, sure, and but then they yeah they actually give him superpower so he can he can use his his uh, his uh, passion for America. <laughs> um yeah that I, too yeah and I, I I like that up until it just becomes a punch fest. Mm-hmm. Uh Shazam never becomes that. I mean there's not even there's not even that much action in the movie. Because when he first, no, not like you 15, know, like, like
1: the last minutes, actually, yeah. the last what, fifteen minutes, twenty.
0: Yeah, I Props. mean, I mean, you could you could argue that well, it's it's action because you know, uh, whenever he says Shazam, lightning strikes down from from uh, from the sky and stuff. Like that. But actually, like you know, That's, pu- uh, yeah. superheroes punching each other—that's not until, yeah, maybe like the last fifteen or twenty minutes tops. Um, before that, it, it is yeah there's one scene which we've seen in the trailers when they go into the convenience store to buy beer and mm-hmm. the two uh uh robbers go in and he, he just beats them up which is
1: that's not an action scene though because you don't actually see him beat them up you know exa- no. taking bullets yeah so. exactly
0: yeah. they they Doesn't use count. but that is like the closest we get to an action scene up until mm-hmm. uh he saves the people in the bus which is basically the start yeah. of the end that's like the in the last half hour 20 minutes
1: yeah and that scene also is it's much less actiony as well. I mean it's just it's just that short moment of action. Yeah. He barely even punches the bad guy. I mean oh, yeah. he runs away. Yeah. And um and that is the f- that is
0: the first time he, he even meets the bad guy. Yeah, he didn't know there was a bad guy. Yeah, so the entire movie up until then has been him coming to terms with his powers and especially in that scene when he saves the bus it's him realizing that he he is responsible for the powers because mm-hmm. he actually causes the bus to almost fall off the uh, overpass doing a light show for money. Oh, he's like a one. busker but at the top of the
1: stairs that um. Rocky, yeah, the Rocky runs, runs up, runs up. Yeah. up to the,
0: it's a library or something I think.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so it's like look at me, look at me. He's just shooting lightning into the air, and his uh, his foster brother
1: Freddy something.
0: Yeah, they all all have
1: the superhero acronym.
0: Billy Batson, Freddie, uh, let's see here, Freddie Freeman, right, Freddie Freeman. That's the one,
1: see?
0: Yeah. I thought, I thought, this must, this was, I mean, we both saw, uh, we both saw Aquaman late last year, Mm -hmm. and it was Mm -hmm. a thoroughly entertaining movie. Yeah, it was, and it was also sort of classically structured, not like like a hero's journey. He's reluctant to wield the power of of, uh, of the sea, um, but he has to come to terms with it. You know, when he meets the Kraken, that's when he. It's mm. literally a test of his like faith or whatever. Yeah, but that movie also kind of veered into the the big uh, big blockbuster spectacle thing because they had a a giant war in the end, even though it was much more. It was much more, much more contained than like Marvel movies and mm-hmm. stuff, because but um, it was still,
1: it was still big things happening. I mean, oh yeah, they it was it sort was of a... flood, they flood an island, they destroy a city, they yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that there's movie... still a war. There's war machines coming up out of the ocean.
0: No, they don't. Oh yeah, well yeah, in it's... the in the very end, but yeah, but yeah. they never the war never spills out over us land dwellers. <laughs> That, no, that's where they kind of they they kind of tone it down. Stop. So it's just just under the the sea. Um, but that movie, so that movie was it was entertaining in a dumb way. That movie was a that was a dumb movie. Yes, that was just shut your brain off, shove the popcorn in, and just enjoy all the colors. But it, it was yeah. still a, a good an entertaining movie in a good way because they knew they were making a silly
1: movie. Well, yeah, but at the same time, I don't know. It, it wasn't, it was too dumb, almost. At times, yes, it was too dumb. And it's still, he lacks that sympathy for the hero as well. He's he's a big brawny stupid guy. He doesn't even want to have powers that he already has.
0: Yeah. He, he doesn't oh, you... want to take responsibility for the powers, but he learns. To well, do yeah. That. Um... But that movie felt definitely felt more like a like a modern superhero movie because it was so big and it was like two and a half hours long and mm-hmm. gigantic battles and a bunch of CGI, a um, bunch, a bunch. Yeah, <laughs> that was so it was like a Star Wars prequel. It was basically an animated movie. Yeah, I mean, for like eighty percent of the like
1: movie. their faces.
0: Yeah, yeah. But Shazam wasn't that. Shazam was very held back. It it wasn't mm-hmm. setting up any other movies. The the good thing about this movie is that if they never make another one, this movie has a complete arc. Mm-hmm. All the characters, uh, well, mainly Billy Batson. He he starts out as a regular kid. He gets the powers. Doesn't want to accept his um, his responsibility of these powers, but then realizes that uh, with with these powers, you know, he has an obligation to. To protect humans from well, people like Dr. Salon, And he takes Your responsibility.
1: It becomes great responsibility.
0: Exactly. I, I'm trying not to mention that since that's a Marvel <laughs> thing, but it's so perfectly worded. That's why they still say that in Spider-Man movies. Um,
1: in a lot of movies.
0: Yeah. Well, mainly in Spider-Man movies. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: um, and in the end, he's like, he's come to terms with who he is. He, uh, he, f- he figured out that his his like futile uh, search for his mother uh, was was yeah it, w- it was yeah it was futile there was no point of she she actually didn't want him she saw it as an out when they when they got separated back when he when was a he kid got lost. yeah yeah and that and he realized Which that he, was horrible yeah actually, I mean, she wasn't like she wasn't like an unsympathetic character it was no. You you kind of understand why, even though it's it's a it's a fucking douche move. It's like yep. I was seventeen and I thought, hey, the cops are gonna take care of you and he's like, what is he, five years old, if even that? Barely four, yeah. Um and then she's she's still stuck in a terrible relationship when he finds her and all that. So she hasn't
1: I, even tried during the I mean it has to be it's it's been over ten years. Yeah. And she hasn't tried to find to find him so I
0: mean no she gave up yeah and that's and that's when he realizes just... that family family is what you make it like he has exactly. been running away from people that have loved him his whole life all these foster parents and especially this last one which we get to know um, families
1: where... is the people you choose to love not the exactly exactly maybe and that's that's also so the
0: and the family isn't just there for him for them to be like oh Family, they're actually, they're also actual characters, mm-hmm. which I, which I thought was interesting because usually they don't care about, um, uh, uh developing like, uh, side characters in these movies. Every family member in this foster family gets, um, like a proper, they're, they're properly characterized. You they're have personalities. Yeah, they have personalities. They have little quirks. Um, the parents not as much, but definitely the kids. The parents have some. Yeah. Um, it's almost well, yeah. o- honestly, it's almost a little too much. Like they're really, like,
1: oh, we only have two hours. We going to cram it in. But mm-hmm, they make they that kind of um, generalize them, like eh, a little bit. Starla you know, specifically, she's she's the
0: awkward nerd sort of. Oh, I thought you meant they like racially generalize them. No, no, I meant ah, okay. like
1: stereotypes in in personalities. If you're awkward and you're nerdy, you're gonna be that that person that can't keep a lie or yeah if you're the the clever asian okay that's actually racial
0: <laughs> well he's not <laughs> he's not well he's not more clever than anyone else he's just no a video gamer
1: yes but he is the one who cracks the code and finds his mom though, oh so sure he, sure he uses he he hacks into some government
0: something yeah they mentioned something like that um, yeah, and
1: and you have the older the older one who has to take responsibility to be like a second mom for the group. Yeah, and you have the quiet fat kid who doesn't really want to take any attention. You have the crippled guy who's always making fun of things.
0: Yeah, because he's self deprecating to to handle situations
1: and but... to to hide the fact that he's crippled yeah exactly exactly Actually, what is why is he crippled does he does i don't, don't that, i don't right? they know
0: they not they don't mention that but it's something it's not like oh i broke my leg so i'm gonna get the cast off it's it's forever permanent yeah Yeah. some sort of i think he mentions like a disease or a, an like illness muscle or something. disease or yes, something something yeah but what i mean so yeah so yeah the, the characters are kind of cliche like that but that's also part of the whole like uh, classic
1: superhero it, movie. It's
0: a classic structure, and it works because, as as they gain their superpowers, because all of the siblings, they get part of Shazam's powers in the end, which is uh, like the big reveal that he has the power to give power to others, so they share powers. I was actually able, even though then they they transform into uh, to adults, I was still fully able to pick out who each person was because of their personality i even remembered their names (laughs) i never remember names of like secondary characters especially not in in uh, comic book movies but here we knew it's it's darla it's jewy juin eugene uh uh pedro uh, freddie the only one i don't remember is the older mary mary right mary and and even though they are kind of stereotypes like, yeah, she's the, the, the future career woman and Darla's the nerd and all that. They they have their own little quirks outside of that. Like mm-hmm. when Shazam runs into Mary in the street and she's nervous about leaving her family behind and go to college because they, they introduce her as like. Applying for colleges and because she, she really want to go to college and become uh, uh, someone, someone important. But when she that, she wants
1: to make uh, well her own life.
0: Yeah, she wants to make a difference and do it All the life. right way. But yeah. when that opportunity comes and she actually gets the and uh, um, the letter acceptance of approval, letter? yeah, acceptance letter, and she's actually nervous about leaving her family behind because you know, yeah, she's an orphan; she has been left behind before. So yeah, that's a
1: little. Qu- become. An orphan again because she doesn't yeah. have her family with her. Yeah,
0: exactly. She has abandonment issues, so it's like, oh, that's a little quirk, a little extra quirk. Same with Darla. Yeah, at first she's, oh, she's the nerd. She's a little nervous, but then she has, it, like, it's, well, it's it's an extension of that. But she's actually like, she she's also ha- has like abandonment issues where she she gets nervous when they have to leave uh, Billy at school and she wants to hug him and he he's not a hugger and, you know li-
1: li- yeah she she gets that's also part of her being a child well the youngest she yeah. gets attached quickly and she wants she doesn't want to think about the possibility of actually le- them leaving again or disappearing or something
0: yeah so they they they, f- they flesh out the characters almost a little too much but because they know they that's what you have to do and and it helps because the
1: characters but not all of them though i mean no, eugene pedro and pedro and not are not too fleshed out. No. So no, they, don't, they just have their far. quirks. Yeah. yeah. But
0: that's good be, because then you actually care about those characters when they are in harm's way from, from the bad mm-hmm. guy, Dr. Silvana. And uh, and you, you actually cheer them, cheer them on when they get their superpowers and they start
1: fighting the seven sins. Which is also a good thing. Um, their powers mimic in some way their quirks. Yeah, so oh, Eugene, the the quiet fat kid, gets strong and confident. He gets
0: really big, strong, and confident. Freddie, who can't walk, all of a sudden can fly.
1: Mm-hmm. Darla, who's um, the short kid, the the small one, who's easy to be left behind, who is uh, wanting to be everywhere and be with everyone, she, she gets, gets quick.
0: super speed. It was very clever. It wasn't mm-hmm. just a, a giant punch fest. You, yeah, well, yeah. You had those the the siblings fighting the 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 seven sins or the six sins. Uh, Shazam. The seven. Yeah.
1: It's fighting.
0: That was like that was a that was a bunch of of superheroes punching monsters. But they also uh, they did it in a public place and they put a lot of emphasis on them actually s- saving civilians, mm-hmm. which we don't see a lot of anymore in Marvel movies we definitely didn't see that in the older dc movies
1: the first thing they do here is make sure the people in the ferris wheel are safe. yeah yeah that's a big are not falling to their death
0: that's a big part of the, the end battle that the demons try to rip down this big ferris wheel that they're they're at a like a carnival a winter carnival this is a christmas low-key christmas car- movie hmm? which is interesting um it's
1: a festival sort of thing
0: yeah so a big part of it is them actually... all the time yeah trying to save the people and keeping them in harm's way and and instead of shazam just beating the the living hell out of dr sylvana in the end he actually defeats him in a clever way because they figure out that the six sins that has left his body his powers come from him having the 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 sin demons in him the six sins that have left him are what is rage gluttony uh uh sloth which are the other ones uh, i don't well, even know them in I, swedish no i don't know i don't remember the, the names but the important thing is the one that is left in his body is envy mm-hmm. and his whole thing is that he is he's is trying to take shazam's powers because he is envious of his powers he wants all the power Sweet- no one should oh have powers except for him he's very envious mm-hmm. so shazam goads envy into leaving sylvana's body so they both become vulnerable because envy is the weakest of the sins also. So then he's easily defeatable. And they and and the the the, the absolute best part of that, when envy leaves Silvana's body and Shazam starts fighting him, um Silvana actually like he gets knocked back because now he's just a mere mortal mm-hmm. and they're on a rooftop. So he falls off the rooftop and is just hanging by one hand. It's like, oh no, he's gonna fall. And you're thinking in, in, in any other superhero movie he would have just fell but here instead shazam defeats envy and then rescues Silvana, because he's a fucking hero and that's what heroes do
1: exactly
0: and i, I thought that was such a great way to end the movie he he literally saves the bad guy from dying
1: he saves the bad guy from his own issues sort of yeah exactly exactly he doesn't just save him physically he saves him mentally as well in a way even though he ends up in prison
0: well well, yeah he he did he did
1: did bad stuff
0: he committed crimes yeah he killed people he has to go to prison but he he doesn't deserve to die heroes don't kill people
1: exactly Mm
0: -hmm. that's (laughs) it so i thought that i thought that was that was really does he
1: actually kill someone though
0: well the sins do when he goes into his father's oh, board yeah, meeting they, and they God, eat yeah. every board member and they rip and his dad's his head brother. off. Yeah. They throw his brother out the window. Yeah. Yeah, he's oh, a bad yeah. guy. They, yeah, he's a bad guy. He's a truly bad guy. But um yeah, so so that's that's why I really that's why I really really enjoy this movie because it followed this classic structure of a, of a of a hero's journey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and it just it just goes to show that while you can experiment with movies and, you know, yeah, challenge the viewers and all that, certain movies, like we said in the beginning, they, they really, really benefit from sticking to what we know works. And since Shazam is such a classic. classic hero, use the classical hero's journey structure.
1: Mm-hmm. And I also really much liked that it wasn't huge, so to speak. I mean, even though they were in New York? What city was it no they're in uh, philadelphia philadelphia sorry I think uh, yeah. it's a big city still i mean it's a it's a major city yeah. but it's not huge and they, you don't have uh big landscape views where they fly thousands of miles <clears throat> no and it just goes you, i mean you have one scene when they throw kind of fly through the city yeah and that's a very short scene
0: and the most destruction is um uh well yeah the 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 overpass where the the bus falls falls mm-hmm. over that 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 gets ruined the bus gets kind of totaled even though he saves the people one cop car gets ruined when they fight because he throws Silvana throws Shazam onto the cop car right and, uh, and Then the they, carnival
1: b- gets a bit wrecked
0: yeah they they ruin a couple of stalls and uh the uh the Ferris wheel gets ripped down Hmm. But other than that, there are no buildings that get knocked over, there are no giant machines trying to terraform Earth, there's no giant lasers shooting through the city and exactly. destroying it's everything. it's
1: still, in a way,
0: small. Yeah, it's, it's not it's, huge. It's, very, it's not very small scale.
1: Yeah, and I like that. Yeah, It's cause... less to focus on, it's less, to, yeah, less they... to try and understand, try and keep up with. It's yeah, they,
0: they narrow the scope and focus on what's important.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The characters
1: exactly yeah however i don't understand why it was in 3d no well
0: i can tell you why all these movies are in 3d that is only because they can make more money off of the tickets
1: yeah they can sell it at a higher price yeah
0: the conversion process i mean it's i'm sure it's super expensive but they make that money back on selling more expensive tickets that's the only reason 3d still exists sorry
1: and even if it's super expensive, it's not super expensive considering what they already put out on the movie probably yeah. and another, if you, you, types.
0: yeah. And if you, if you want to, if you want to like f- figure out if they're actually using 3d to benefit the movie or if they're just using 3d to make money, look up if the movie was shot in 3d or if it was just converted into 3d later. Cause if they just shot it in 2d, then they don't care.
1: No. If they, they actually shoot with 3D a
0: cameras, then they actually want to show it in 3D. So that's a yeah. nice little pointer. That's what I always look that, for in the... That
1: might be the only thing I actually have to complain about in Shazam. Yeah. Well, about the 3D. The it's 3D was pointless. Non-existent and useless. Yeah. I didn't even think about it.
0: Well, yeah, let's, uh, let's, uh, let, let's wrap it up with actually mentioning, was there anything... Was there anything that was like outright bad about the movie?
1: The 3D. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, other than that, there's not really anything. No, I don't have anything to complain about. You no. have the classic bad guy, you have the classic good guy. You have the simple story of finding your way and realizing who you are, finding your family, finding some, in some way, finding yourself. Yeah. And, uh, yeah,
0: growing up. It's a coming of age movie.
1: Yeah. Great actors, great script, great direction, great. Pictures,
0: I mean... Oh, I we should quickly um, mention yeah. that. Uh, the the director, it's David F. Sandberg. He's a mm-hmm. Swedish boy. Yeah. Um, who is... Uh, uh, before this, has only made horror
1: movies. Maybe this was his thing more, I think. I think so, because his
0: horror movies... I haven't watched Annabelle Creation. I'm not going to watch that. But we saw Lights Out, his first real horror movie. Mm-hmm. That movie wasn't so much scary... But it was definitely inventive when it came to like
1: the, fun, the monster was the fun
0: scenes and the technical scenes of how they defeat the monsters. Yeah. So I think yeah, I think he he fits much better doing like this, like an action comedy. It fits him much more. And I, I, I hope he gets to do a lot more movies like this.
1: I hope he wants to do more movies like this.
0: Yeah, oh yeah exactly. That he wants so he doesn't
1: to. feel like this is now. Nah, it's the same. I want to do horror again and Yeah, yeah, goes yeah, back exactly. to doing more Annabelle Mentioning that. However, I do not remember much about the music in the movie. In, in Shazam, I, of course. Um. No I mean, I know there was music, but there wasn't yeah. anything that made me
0: Think about it. Very few movies nowadays have music that really stick out. I I mean I remembered it I remember like humming the main theme the hero theme on the way home but since then like a week later no I don't really remember the music but it was it was memorable for a while it was better than like the mo- like the generic stuff we get in most other comic book movies but it wasn't yeah. much better it it, it they definitely could have improved on that and that, and that's what I want to say. I also don't... I have nothing in the movie that I thought was bad. The movie wasn't bad in any way. Sure. Some things could have been better. But everything was yeah. at least good. Things can like, always be better. Yeah, exactly. The very few movies are perfect. This is what's not a perfect movie. It's, it was getting there. It was. It was closing in on like... Oh my god, is this going to be like one of those perfect movies? Not perfect in the, the greatest movie of all time, but perfect in the same way as uh, I usually mention Tremors as a perfect movie. You know, Hotest Run and Yeah. That movie can't be improved in any way. It's not the greatest movie you've made, but you can't improve on Tremors. It's a perfect movie. Structure, script, okay, acting. It's been
1: script, way acting. too long since I saw that, so I can't really comment.
0: No, yeah. Another one, then, uh, that I would argue is a perfect movie. The first Back to the Future. You can't improve that movie.
1: No, I might actually agree.
0: That is a perfect movie. That doesn't mean it's the best movie of all time, but for what it is, it's a perfect movie. And I thought yes. Shazam was pretty close to that. There wasn't a lot that could be improved, but you know, a, a couple of things could have been improved. Like what? It was a little long. It's two hours and 15 minutes. I'm not sure what you could have cut out, but I would say you, you cut it off at two hours flat. That that would have been perfect.
1: Actually, the only thing you could have cut out was maybe one or two of the scenes where um, Freddy and Shazam walks around trying to figure out who he is. Like, the one in the park was a bit much when he was yeah. saving the girl from the with the handbag.
0: Yeah, yeah, that seems maybe, kind maybe of that necessary. One.
1: Yeah. 'Cause that maybe, was yeah,
0: that was like a that was just like a repeat of the scene in the, the quickie mark, the the
1: Yeah, exactly. Just more obvious. Yeah, exactly. I guess. Because you so actually see him do something. Maybe... Which is run into the guy.
0: Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> could
1: have away the guy. You didn't have to run into them.
0: No. And then uh, you could have maybe maybe fleshed out the bad guy a little more, just a little more. But I mean, it works fine as it is.
1: You get the gist. You get what why he's angry and why he wants power.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: That's and then, what about that. He's angry and he wants power.
0: Yeah. And then maybe better score or a more memorable score. But I bet yeah. you, if you, if you listen, because the, the entire score isn't on Spotify, but I know the main theme is on Spotify. If you listen to it, you are going to recognize it. It's like, okay. oh, I remember that from the movie.
1: Yeah, maybe. Probably.
0: Yeah, so it's it's pretty it's it's pretty good. So overall, um, I don't usually rate movies on a scale of one to ten. But what would you give it on a scale of one to ten? Just a personal opinion.
1: Since I'm a very I like simple movies, so I'm actually gonna give it like a nine or a ten.
0: A nine or a ten?
1: Yeah. So it's... it was. I'm I'm that kind of person who wants pure simple entertainment. So, yeah, I'm giving it
0: a 9 out of 10, actually. A 9 out of 10. That's very interesting. Um, I'm not going really- to give it a 9 out of 10. Because uh, I recognize the flaws. And, I mean, it's not like a masterpiece or anything. But, yeah, for what it was, I'd give it like a, a strong 7 out of 10. Maybe even an 8. So, Because I really, really enjoyed it. And it was a really well-made movie.
1: Yeah, and this is a movie you're gonna watch more times. Actually, I'm seeing it tomorrow again.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I might watch this tomorrow again.
1: from this the day this is filmed.
0: Oh, okay. I, whenever I whenever we release it, I don't know. But yeah, okay. So that's a that's a re- that's a recommendation from both of us. <laughs> watch. it. Uh, however, <laughs> this is a spoiler cast, so if you watch this video, I hope you've already seen the movie. Or maybe you're like me and don't really care. Yeah, maybe. Either way. Okay. Uh, thank you for watching, uh, please, uh, please like this, p- give it a thumbs up if you liked the video, but uh, give it a thumbs down if you didn't like it, and please, either way, uh, give us some constructive criticism in the comments, always, that's always appreciated. Um, but if you did like the video, and you want to see more stuff like this, uh, be sure to hit the subscribe button, so you can see my, my proper reviews, uh, my live streams, and hopefully in the future more episodes of this Spoilercast. right?
1: Yes. Yes, yes.
0: Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, yes. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Um and uh, yeah. I appreciate I appreciate you for watching. And until the next time, have a good one. Bye. The spoiler cast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It's hosted by Tobias and Rebecca Videm, produced by Tobias Videm. Executive producer is Annika Vedeen. Direction and Sound Editing by Tobias Vidien. A big thank you to all our supporters over on Patreon for keeping this show going. Rasmus Jonsson, Laura Kinney, Mom and Dad.